Hello and welcome back to the Red Illinois. This will be the third episode. Sorry I haven't got to y'all in a little bit. But uh, I had uh, I had some things going on. And I just want to get one thing out of the way real quick before we get into this episode, which is why Biden sucks and he's failing and why nobody and why nobody's starting to like him anymore. I just want to say real quick that the, all these episodes, my past episodes, and probably every episode that I'm going to do, are all done in one take. They're not, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit there, a little bit there. This is all done in one take. So I have all these facts that I have. A little, I have a little show map and a notebook. I have all these different facts written down. And they're all here right in front of me as I do this. So... It's it's all done in one take, so I have a little bit, you know. I'm not I'm not a professional. I don't do this for a living. I haven't made a single cent off this. This is all for my fun, and I don't really care who listens. I'm probably gonna do this even if I have zero listeners, probably for the next ten years. I don't care. I find this fun. This is something that I love to do, and I'm gonna do it, whether people tell me not to, or whether I whether I get any listeners or not. I don't care. This is something that I find fun to do. With that being said, let's move on to the episode. So like I said, today's episode is going to be how uh, our Lord and Savior, Joseph Biden, he's kind of slipping. And not obvious, and not mentally, although he is very obviously slipping mentally. And he, his approval ratings, and not only his, but also Kamala Harris, and what voters think he should do is honestly astounding. And if you think that this president got... 80 million votes. The most turnout, the biggest turnout in American history for elections. 80 million votes. This is crazy. And his approval rating is only 3.8 above Trump's after January 6th, post-January 6th. Trump's as uh, after January sixth. So this, this poll was taken on January eighteenth of twenty twenty one. His this was his lowest rating. It was at thirty four thirty four percent on because of January sixth. Because and that's also a bit underreported because the media decided that they were going to crucify him. Although I guess you know what's new for the January sixth insurrection. Insurrectionists. Yes, they're bad, but come on, are we just going to ignore BLM, the $2 billion in damage that they caused the, the summer before January 6th? Or is it, you know, the, or is it the most violent day in American history? I mean, I thought that was Gettysburg, but <laughs> I guess the soldiers don't matter anymore. Just kidding. The soldiers do matter. Support the troops. Love them to death. Great people. That was said in hyperbole. I knew that's the right time. I don't know. Regardless, Biden's approval rating is so low. It is literally in the 30s. It's below 40%. It is 37.8% is Biden's approval rating. That's terrible. For a president that got 80 million votes, a president that was pretty much loved by the Democratic Party and propped up as this wonderful guy, only 37.8 approval rating. This is terrible. And the thing is, is I... I watch a little bit of CNN. It freaking pains me to watch, but I try and watch a little bit of it. And I don't hear it on there. I when I turned on CNN, I heard about how Trump 
tested positive two days before a debate with President uh, with then uh, VP President Biden or not former not Vice President um, with then you know during the if I could talk right during the general election with candidate Biden. It's just so BS. Like it's it's terrible. The disapproval his disapproval rating is even is equally as shocking. His disapproval is fifty nine percent disapproved. Now this is this could be directly seen. Sixty four percent of voters say that Biden shouldn't run again in twenty twenty four. That's embarrassing considering that. 84% that or 80 million votes were for president Biden. This is terrible. And obviously he'll pro and if he does decide to run, he'll probably be running against, um, uh, former, former president Trump. He is looking more and more like he will run regardless. 64% say that Biden shouldn't run again. That's terrible. Considering if you look at all of our other options, we had Pete Buttigieg, who's failing at the at the transportation for the United States. He's, he's failing at that. You had, you know, Cory Booker. I think he went out late. You had Klobuchar. You had Warren, Sanders. I think Sanders would have done a better job. He would freaking been crazy. But I think Sanders might have done a better job. And I think he would have been probably a better candidate. But you just can't make – this is terrible. And this is all from USA Today. I try to use you know, more liberal sources to you know, make sure that I'm not using like crazy right-wing sources that can be disproven. I try and use you know, middle-aligned liberal sources. This, these are all – all these statistics uh, are from USA Today. Um, you know, 46 – regardless, 46% say Biden is doing worse than they expected. I pretty much expected this level of incompetence and terribleness from now President Biden. But, I mean, you just got to think. He's he's so out of touch. 50 years. He's been in office and, you know, he's held public office for almost 50 years. And he hasn't gotten much done. You know. He, and, I mean, Kamala Harris is, is just as bad. Although there's a lot that we're undecided on Kamala Harris because, you know, her staffing hates her. But Kamala Harris is a bit more, it's a bit worse. But, you know, she's kind of really not necessary right now until Biden, until, so Biden, I don't want to say go away because I don't want to, you know, get caught for saying, oh, you know, you're threatening the president. No, I'm not threatening the president until Biden steps down or is assassinated in some way, which God forbid and uh, I, I hope nobody hope nobody murders the president. I always always stand firm in that. No crime should be committed. Regardless, Harris, Kamala Harris is Kamala Harris approval rating is only twenty seven point eight percent. The disapproval rating of Kamala Harris is fifty one point two percent. Now, there's there's a little bit. I think about twenty one percent is missing roughly. But regardless, it's it's still not good. But, you know, she's kind of irrelevant right now. She's failing at the border. Do not come. Yeah, nobody cares. You're just pretty much saying what Trump said. He told people, don't come. And now you're, now Kamala Harris goes down to Guatemala. Do not come. Obviously, we don't 
You don't want illegal, illegal... There's a reason they're called illegal immigrants, right? Regardless, I support legal immigrants. I have no... If you, if you migrate here legally, I do not care. But even Kamala Harris said we don't... Pretty much said we don't want illegal immigrants. We can't take any more in. Which is a pretty big step because, you know, they all... They, they, the Democrats want illegal immigrants in, in the nation. Free voters, right? Regardless... Like I said before, I try and use, you know, middle of the road sources to try and get, uh, try and get information, try to use middle of the road liberal sources. I don't like using a lot of conservative sources and I don't think I really have for the most part. I know I've used the trial for the Rittenhouse thing because I watched it, but I just could not find much as to why Biden was Biden, it was like this. Why Biden had such this eighty million vote president had such a low approval rate, and I don't understand why. So I started doing some research. Oh, there was some bush guy. So I started doing some research, and one thing that I kind of found is inflation. Now, inflation affects everyone. I don't know a single person that's not affected by inflation. I know I'm in, affected by it. You know, but with my purchases. Especially with gas. Oh my gosh, gas has gone up. And I mean, it doesn't help that we live in Illinois and Pritzker likes to tax the crap out of gas. And it's just going to go up next year because the gas tax that Pritzker implemented is set to go up annually uh, in accordance with inflation. So it's about to go through the roof. Thank you, President Biden, our Lord and Savior. So I try and, you know, look up you know, different sources. I could not find much. I did find, you know, I found some one, there was just, there was just not a whole lot on it. I found one source and it said that it was a major, it was a major crisis. 43% of Democrats say inflation is a major crisis. This is from, this is from Bloomberg. And it's, it's crazy. Inflation this is also, you know, from Bloomberg. Uh, inflation is at a, it, it's spiked. This is a thirty year. This is the highest it's been in thirty years. Now I'm no good at math, but that's got to be really high for it to be like that. And according to the the Bloomberg site that I found, it's uh, Jason Furman. Said there's not much the White House can do to fight it. Well, no, because the White House pretty much caused it. And I don't know, maybe you could stop printing money, stop devaluing the dollar. That also might help. But no, let's give people who don't work a bunch of stimulus checks off of money we just printed that we that devalues my dollar that I have in my pocket. So let's just print more money because that always works. No, it devalues the centralized dollar by pumping everything in. It, it it's it's a, ex- economics. It's very complicated, very complex subject, and I encourage everybody to go look at it. But when you know you pump more stuff in, it devalues everything in, right? Like I look at it like this, you know, like Malibu's, right? Like there's the cars. Let's think about cars, right? If there's only, you know, let's say four Lamborghinis in existence, Lamborghinis are going to go up because they're rare because everybody wants one. 
But there's a lot of Malibus, right? Of Chevy Malibus. So they're going to go down in price, right? Because there's so many of them, you know. And that that's kind of how it is with money. The less you have, the more it's worth. The more you have, the less it's worth, right? That's kind of how I, I think I like, to, I like to say it. Um, but regardless, and they're spending money that we don't have. And the main reason for it is because the White House is spending stuff that we don't have. Like Biden's, according to CBS, Biden's Build Back Better plan costs $1.7 trillion. That's $1.7 trillion we don't have. Where are we going to get this money? Are we going to print it? Because that's just going to devalue everything. And it's just going to drive up the cost of it. So instead of at the end of it, if you just keep printing money to pay for it, Instead of paying, you know, 1.7, you might pay, you know, 3 trillion for something that you won't that said was going to take just about half that. Because you devalued the price of the dollar. And every time you print more money, that means that money is worth less. Right? Think about, you know, uh, Germany in the 1920s, 1930s. They were the marks, they were burning them because they were worth nothing you had to get a uh wheelbarrow full to go buy a piece of bread to, oh, to go buy a loaf i'm sorry to go buy a loaf of bread because they printed so much money and this is what we're getting to inflation is crazy and you know the build back and it said it would the build back better plan would you know limit the effects it would have a limited effect on the economy but how are we going to pay for it? All you're going to do is jump up inflation. There's not much. You know, you've caused this problem. It's, it's, it's amazing to me how very... I tried to look for sources about why inflation, right? Because my first question is, okay, we have this problem. Why do we have this problem? And how can we fix it? Well, there's no real way to fix it. I, I kind of went through a little bit. Maybe not spend $1.7 trillion on a Build Back Better plan that they don't even have specifics for. It was literally one, maybe two paragraphs long, the article from CBS, about the Build Back Better plan, and that was it. It gave zero specifics because they know they're going to lose on the specifics. It sounds like a great thing, right? It sounds wonderful. Build Back Better? Yeah, let's build back and let's make it better. But it's really not. If you get down the specifics... And I haven't gone through that, so I'm not going to speak on that very much. But from what I understand about the Build Back Better plan, it's got a lot of hidden costs. And I'll, I'll, that, that'll be a, that'll be an idea for you know another episode. But I try to figure out, like I said before, I try to figure out why, why, why is inflation so high? I couldn't find anything. CBS, NBC, ABC News, I didn't have anything. There was. They acknowledged the problem. That's wonderful. Great. We acknowledge we have a problem, but nobody wants to say why. So I eventually, I had to settle for a site uh, called The Hill, and it does lean conservative. And I am sorry I have to, but this is the only way I can speak about it. I'm going to try and limit it. Reminder, this is a very, this is a conservative source, um, but it's the only one that I found. And I tried, and I looked, and I looked, and I looked, and I looked, 
but nobody had anything on it except this is the only source that I found. And if you guys can find me a better source of that's you know middle of the road to left, that's great. But I found this source, so this is about the only thing I can go. It seems to have a lot of facts in it, uh, a little very low anecdotal, but I encourage you to go do your own research. Prove me wrong if you can. Please prove me wrong. But this is it's crazy. Sixty two percent and this is this will be all from the hill. Sixty two percent of voters blame Biden for inflation. I know I do. And this is the amount of inflation is crazy. In September alone it increased point two percent. In October, inflation increased point nine percent. This is this is crazy for it to gain almost an entire percent. It's completely bogus. Annually, it will annually in October, it will inflation grew six point two percent. Six point two percent. That is crazy. From what I understand, typical inflation is roughly about three percent. Now I could be wrong on that. I did only take you know half a sem- uh, one semester of accounting, so I could be wrong. But that's just about double, because you, won't, from what I understand, economy will, uh, inflation will increase about three percent, six point two percent inflation. That's insane. Energy, the cost of energy is up thirty percent from twenty twenty. <laughs> The cost one volt costs thirty percent more, or I guess technically they use amps. One amp costs thirty percent more today than what it did a year ago. That is crazy. This could typically, uh, it's crazy, and not to mention gas. Biden canceled pipelines, like the Keystone Pipeline. First day in office, no more pipeline. That immediately. Hit my pocketbook. I don't know about y'all, but as soon as I saw it, he canceled that pipeline. It was one of the first things he did in office. It immediately hit. Gas went up. It was sitting, you know, at $2, uh, around $2 a gallon. Then it went up to 3 It was just, it was over about $2, I think about $2.5 a gallon. And then it shot up to $3 a gallon real quick, like, as soon as he shut down that Keystone pipeline. So now all pipelines feel threatened. Oil and gas producers have been threatened with higher taxes. So they've been making less to try and say, oh, so so Biden says, you're going to come back and I need you to pay higher taxes on everything that you made in 2021. They're trying to lessen that tax burden. I know I would if I was a company owner, business owner. I want to pay as least little amount as I could in taxes. I don't want the government coming in and taking my hard-earned money. He's, Biden has also taken away good acreage for oil drilling. This is crazy. Like, the U.S., we have a lot of oil reserves. We have a lot in oil reserves. And he's taking away good acreage for oil reserves. He's also put in, put in more regulations, more methane regulations, which essentially 
makes it more expensive for more expensive to drill. Now, methane is a greenhouse gas, uh, but it makes it harder and more expensive for people to drill. These, these are all things that Biden has done, and it is crazy. He's limiting our way to make money. Essentially, you go green, which what are you going to do with the batteries, right? Teslas are a great thing. I, I think they're a great innovation. I, you know, good job. Kudos to Elon Musk for coming up, making a market out of nothing. But my only thing is, is we're, what are we going to do with these lithium batteries that these Teslas have, right? And I want, and I think around, I heard about 25 years, they're going to, the batteries go bad, right? Batteries go bad anyways, right? What are we going to do with them? Because the batteries are going to cost as much as a new Tesla. So we were just going to buy a new Tesla. What are you going to do with the batteries? That's what I don't get. Anyways. And plus, on top of that, home prices are up 6% annually as of September. The home prices. People need homes. And they're up. Inflation is affecting Everything. Now the Federal Reserve, the Federal Reserve, put in fifteen billion dollars in mortgage bonds. Now again, where are we getting this money? We are going into debt. We are. I haven't seen the debt clock. Last time I saw, it was at like twenty four trillion. Now I'm no good at numbers. I've you know never been super gifted in math per se. But $24 trillion is a big number. And $15 billion in bonds, where are we getting this money? Because I know it's not being taxed. Right. So where are we getting this money? And this was, at a, this was an artificial attempt to make and lower inflation and to keep prices low. Clearly that's failed. Because 6% annually inflation on a house, it's, it's insane. If that were an interest rate, nobody would want to pay that interest rate. 6% annually. Over the past, which means over the past year, from September, from last September to the September before, it went up 6%. This is insane. The amount of prices that are growing up. And and Biden, he doesn't want to keep everything steady. He and you know I'll respect it. He wants he wants growth. But there's a certain line between trying to grow an economy that can't grow right now and forcing an economy to grow. You're forcing this economy. And this is be- and it won't and the, our economy won't grow because we have it's fundamental we don't have the labor we have a labor shortage meaning less people want to work because trust me if I could get paid to sit on the couch all day watch you know freaking news or watch cartoons Futurama whatever the heck all day I would love to get paid for that that sounds awesome. But I know I need to work, so I have I you know pick myself up off the couch and I was like, all right, you need to work. That's not happening. 
Because we've given stimulus checks, we've been giving money, and we've been giving breaks, telling renters you don't have to pay rent. And I mean, the pandemic isn't affecting work anymore. We have been able to work around it. You wear a mask, you get vaccinated if you want to, you got boosters out, you know. The Omicron so far isn't as deadly as what they were expecting. Ha, Fauci, take that. But it's it, it's over. You know, it's dwindling. The effects of the pandemic, you know, last year at this time, okay, I'll give it to you. You know, we were, we were just getting ready to roll out the vaccine. You know, it was still off the, infl- off the influx from the November. It was still pretty bad. Okay, fine, COVID scare, oh well, even though we knew masks work, even though they only work thirty-three, uh, about two-thirds of the time, and, you know, the ones you keep in your car, on your on your steering wheel, or just wadded up in your car, it don't really work either. You can't really touch your mask, because then you're contaminating everything else, and it's such a fun deal, this COVID thing. Regardless, there are... There are so many job openings. I can go to McDonald's and make six fifteen an hour. I, I think fifteen an hour. I could go to Walmart. I saw an ad the other day for Walmart. They're hiring entry level positions, eighteen to twenty five dollars an hour. Eighteen to twenty five an hour. That's how much. Like that's almost how much adults make. Like full grown adults. You can make a job off of working at Walmart. And it would probably pay more than what you work right now. This is crazy. And it's because we have nobody that wants to work. Everybody would rather stay at home, not have to pay rent, get paychecks from the government with money that we don't have because with money that we really don't have. So what do we do? We print it, then give it to the bums that sit at home all day because they say they're scared of the pandemic. Well, guess what? You have your vaccine. If it works, it works, which right now it's up in the air if it does or not. Because, you know, (laughs) Delta. But we have a labor shortage. And that's the main reason. Because we're allowing people to sit at home and do nothing. And we're paying them. With money we just printed that's devaluing the money that I'm earning. Right? I work. I have a job. And you're giving out and you're printing more and more and more money. And it devalues the currency, right? It, it it's like it's like what I said earlier. Four Lamborghinis is a lot. Now, if you were to mass produce it and put you know five million Lamborghinis out there, then they wouldn't cost as much. Now, I don't know. I don't know how many. You know, I'm not technical on the numbers, but you get what I'm saying. This is crazy. We need to work. We need people that want to work. And we're creating people who think that they're entitled to money from the government. You're not entitled to anything. I I try and go off the principle. If you want it, you'll work for it. Right? Like, when I was a kid, if I wanted, you know, let's say a new Lego set. Right? Like... My mom looked at me and she goes, okay, you can do these chores around the house and I'll give you some money. 
and you know I did those chores and next and then I saved up my money and I was able to buy you know the Pirates of the Caribbean Lego set or whatever the heck because I worked for it and I respect it more because I earned it right like my car I res- I love my car because I work for it I make sure that I I pay it off I bought it I bought my first car in cash. I worked for it and I paid it off. And I gave him the money, paid in cash for my car. It wasn't the best car, but you know what? That car got me. That car made it for three years. Two, three years. Two years. You're not entitled to money from the government. Big daddy government is not the answer. Work. You want to you want a job? Go out work. If you don't want to work for a boss, great. I don't care. Go. We have the this great ability. We can go start a business. This this is terrible. Biden is enabling people and enabling his own failure by allowing by canceling pipelines. You know, taxing bunch of people, giving out free money, telling people they don't have to pay rent for so long. Biden is enabling his own failure, and that's why his approval rating is in the crapper. And I don't see him coming up with a solution anytime soon. He's probably too worried about crapping himself. I don't see a way out of this. And as the president spot, and it's, and what what was that source? CBS, the CBS, or or no, the Bloomberg article. Jason Furman was right. There's not much the president can do about it because he created the problems, and because he doesn't want to reverse anything. If you were to say, okay, let's start up the Keystone Pipeline, gas prices will go down. If he said, okay, I'm gonna deregulate, I'm gonna give it a little bit more deregulation. But I'm going to incentivize these more restrictive methods. Then there will be more drilling. Gas prices will come down. And if he were to say, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm done giving out free money that's fresh off the printing press to bums that sit on the couch and don't want to work. The economy would bounce back, but Biden doesn't want to do this because he simply doesn't want to. It's not in his policy. And that's why, you know, 64% of people, of voters, say Biden shouldn't run again. Because the vast majority of Americans work for a living. And the money that they bring home, the money that they bring home is getting devalued. The money that they work hard for is now worth less than what it was a year ago. Now, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not saying, you know, Trump would do a better job because he's obviously not in this situation. All I'm going to say is he probably would have handled it a bit differently. Now, I'm not going to say anything because I'm not, I'm not going to comment because I don't want to, you know, be, you know, conspiracy like, oh, Trump would be so good if you were in this position. No, I'm not going to say that. He would obviously handle it differently. He has different values, different different viewpoints than Biden. But in my eyes... Biden has dug his own grave. And 
he's he's dug his own grave, and that's why his that's why almost sixty percent of people disapprove of Biden. I know I disapprove of Biden. I disapprove of it. I want to pay less in gas. I don't like paying. I don't like the inflation. I don't know. What do y'all think? I'll leave you with that.